I will be reacting to a video. Should everyone get the COVID-19 vaccine? Pro-vax versus anti-vax. So it's going to be three people on one side who are pro-vax. And it's going to be three people on another side who are not for the vax. So let's see. Pro-vaccine versus skeptics. I've been integrally involved in treating COVID-19 patients in the ICU as I'm a critical care physician. I'd never seen a disease like this in my 20 years of experience. This virus kills you slowly, methodically, and without mercy. I'm a registered nurse, and I think the COVID vaccine is very important because it prevents infection, and not just for us and for, for our families. We've all been at home for the better part of a year, and we have to make some tough decisions about our health and how we're going to interact with each other in the future. Why am I skeptical? Well, there's been a lot of misinformation. This COVID thing has been very political. I'm not uh, anti-vaccination. I'm just more skeptical about the COVID vaccination. I feel like it's not safe yet. There hasn't been enough testing done on uh, this vaccine, and I don't think that it's a one-size-fits-all. I'm not for the COVID vaccine because the evidence doesn't add up to that being necessary in order to survive. Thank There's you. only been one side of the story told, and it's been a side of death and uh, sadness and depression, and I don't believe that's the whole truth. Jacqueline. I'm a registered nurse for um, two years, and I'm excited to be here and extremely nervous. <laughs> My name is Thomas Yadigar. I'm a critical care physician, and I supervise a team of 20 physicians. And on a normal day, we take care of about 120 patients in the hospital and about 40 to 50 patients in the ICU. Hi, my name is Kelly. I am a teacher. I've been teaching for 16 years, and I'm just very excited to be here. Hi, my name is Siaka Masakwa, and, you know, just a uh, individual that loves this life and wants to just see the best for everybody in it. You know? Hello, my name is Percy. I'm an actor and podcaster, and I'm just grateful to be here. Hi, my name is Erica, and I am a stay-at-home mom. I have a four-year-old. I'm definitely not here to change anyone's mind, but just to share my own personal experience and my views on things. Can I please have my pro-COVID vaccine folks on the left and my skeptics on the right? The first prompt is, COVID-19 scares me. Please come forward if you agree with the statement. All the pro-vectors said yes, mind you. All of them yeah, so for me, I, have asthma. I was born with it, which is why I keep myself isolated. I just don't want to put myself in a position where I got to call my mom and say, hey, come to California. This I'm is one of the skeptics. Yeah, but... For me, um, COVID with family members, uh, friends who have gotten sick, um, friends who have passed away. I'm just very concerned for my parents, my, my aunts, my cousins, everybody. Yeah. Just want to say something. That's how they get you with fear. As you can see, all the ones who's pro-vaccine, they're scared of the virus. That's how they get you. That's how they control you with fear. Then they did their job because now all these people want to take the vaccine. So 
including myself. Right. I actually work with COVID patients since the very beginning. So I'm also scared that I can contact from my patients and I can give it to my parents. I think uh, the thing that scares me most about COVID is that it is so unpredictable. Yeah. Um, a year ago when this started, the first patient in LA County came to our hospital. 13 people that were I just want to say this doctor is full of shit. I just want to say that. In Italy. And uh, when I walked into the room to talk to him about it, what he told me kind of made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. Seven of them ended up getting hospitalized. Two of them were on a respirator, were on blood pressure medicines, on ECMO fighting for their lives. And these are people in their 40s, 50s, 60s. That right off the bat um, caused me to call all my relatives and tell them, stay the hell home, be careful, hunker down. Despite being in cameras, I'm actually intensely private. I, this, it really, this is not something that I'm comfortable. I'm not, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say that because for a lot, I see a lot of people have lost their people from COVID. But I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to keep it a buck in how I truly feel, um, allegedly, because there's a lot of doctors. There's, you can tell which doctor is, is literally just brainwashed and like following the system or doctors that actually think for themselves and they're being honest with people. There's a lot of doctors that, that have come out and exposed COVID and it's bullshit as well as the vaccine. So him sitting here acting like dragging it, I know he knows deep inside this shit is not even really COVID that people was dying from. And all oh, their medications and the things that have, they have been doing have been making it worse. Oh, okay. Because, or maybe he just is one of those oblivious doctors who just doesn't think for themselves and believe whatever they hear and don't read between the lines. But who am I, right? Who am I? I'm not a doctor, so how do I know? Okay, yeah, because I can't use my common sense. But I uh, started posting things on Facebook to alert people to the threats of what was coming our way because this is no ordinary virus. Okay. Like, that's exactly how they're trying to put fear in. This is no ordinary virus. This virus is like the flu, and whoever wants to argue, can we can argue because literally, honestly, there's no need to argue. You figure it out on your own one day. But literally, it's the fucking flu. Of course, people who are older, who have other health complications, are going to react worse to the virus. Of course. Like, duh, that's any sickness. That's with the flu, too. The regular flu. People die from the flu, too. But now they... And, and it was actually proven that they were lying about the rates. So... I just... Can we please have our disagreers come and join us? I thought I was going to be the only one. <laughs> I guess I would say it doesn't scare me in the same manner as I've heard from you guys because I had it. I, I got it back in January before it was cool. Um, Somebody who actually got this shit. Because it's not that fucking deep. Now, right? My 74-year-old mom who came to visit had it. My 6-year-old godson, my 3-year-old godson, my 40-year-old best friend, 32-year-old uh, roommate, the kids went through like this. My mom, 11 days. It was weird for her, but she's healthy as hell, you know? And, and that's my own personal story. And then I have not changed my lifestyle 
since this thing started. If anything, I've gone out more. I've been going to rallies since June, and I've been around multiple people of all ages, consistently hugged, hung out with every Saturday for six, seven months, nothing. But yet, I'm only being told one side of the story. Well, for me, Thank it's you. not really a fear um, because I grew up undocumented, so there's a lot of other things that I grew up fearing, um, cops being one of those. And COVID, you know, it got my grandmother, it got um, my aunt, my uncle. My aunt and uncle did pass away in Mexico. Um, it got a handful of my friends. Um, but to say that I'm afraid of it and to like, change my life and stay home and then feed that to my four-year-old that's not the way that i have chosen to live because i do agree that fear in itself can cause so much stress it can lower your immune system you know and it can just put your mind in such a state of panic and trauma that i feel like that in itself can be so much more detrimental in the long run i think that's that's my big issue with it because i, I just after this thing, then what? When we're not, we're too afraid to come up to strangers. Yeah. Like, how are we supposed to I mean, get drunk stuff? You should be aware. I don't think it's ever good to, you know, to cause mass fear on, on, on the population. But I, I think, you know, knowledge is power. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to understand what's going on around you and adapt uh, around you. What, what I've had to and do... He be... I'm just going to come at him every time he says something because... No. No, nigga, because he knows he's pushing something that is that is that he shouldn't be pushing. Like you could see it in his face. Like it is not knowledge or anything. <laughs> hold on, no, 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 hold on. It is not a like the things, the lies that they are spewing about COVID nineteen is not even facts. So it's just fear tactics. So. How is that people being knowledgeable that's just giving them fear tactics? My students is to make them aware of it being okay. Have you gone outside today? Did you go get some fresh air? Okay, let's do some exercise. Do a plank competition in the right. house. Yeah. At least something that's active because they are so recluse. And it, that's the part that is concerning. Yeah, within the first few weeks, I, uh, one of my doctors asked me to see a patient. She'd been into the emergency room three times within a week. She was convinced she had COVID. And uh, she had oh. some of the symptoms. She had chest tightness, shortness of breath. And they were going to do a fourth test. Her three previous ones were all negative. So I walked in, and I'm like, do you have any kids? She's like, yeah, I have a 10-month-old, but, but he's fine. Don't worry about him. I'm like, what do you mean he's fine? Don't worry about him. She's like, I use Clorox. I just make sure that this virus doesn't come anywhere around. Oh. I'm like, what about with your groceries? She's like, my groceries, I use bleach on them. Oh, I told her, I'm like, you know, I looked at your CAT scan. You don't have COVID. But you have a chemical pneumonitis. Yes. From right. all this bleach, from all these chemicals that you have introduced, you just put yourself in harm. And I'm like, go home, do what you normally do in put terms of water cleaning stuff. <laughs> Wash your hands. You know, some of the stuff that was coming out in the first few weeks, yeah. it lingers in the air for three hours. Yeah. It lasts yeah. on surfaces. you know surfaces for three days. Yeah. And I'm looking at the TV and I'm, I'm telling my wife, I'm like. This is nonsense. Yeah. What? This is a respiratory virus. I like. I just feel like it has been blown to a proportion that it doesn't need to be. Yes, be safe. It's literally be cautious, just a different shit. But you don't have flu, to bro. run around, you know, bleaching your vegetables. Like, you know, what, what is that doing? I would just say, like, 
take it seriously. Don't wait until your, your mom or your grandmother's in the hospital to say, oh, you know, take COVID seriously because we've been seeing that all year and it's not getting us nowhere. Everyone should get a COVID-19 vaccine. Okay, nobody walked out for that. Okay, That's good. come forward if you disagree. Shot the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everybody should get it because people who are allergic to vaccines obviously shouldn't get the vaccine, but I feel like I can see how much COVID can affect family members. And I see like my grandma actually passed away with COVID. Um, she was in a nursing home. That's how she got it. And I feel like herd immunity, I think it, it could give us back to normal life. Yeah, I mean, I think getting a vaccine is incredibly- I just don't get when people say that when in fact, Taking the vaccine does not prevent you from catching it, does not prevent you from spreading it. So, I'm confused. Individual choice. Right. So we all have our own medical history. We all have our own medical experiences, how we reacted to vaccines. That being said, I don't think at this point we're gonna eradicate COVID-19 with the vaccine. But that doesn't mean that vaccine's not critically important. And the people who should be getting it, they should get the vaccine. I myself did get the vaccine. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a one size fits all because again, everyone's body is so different that what might work for you might kill me and vice versa. And people so have been me, dying I feel like from that's me. not a risk that I'm willing to take. I actually developed allergies due to vaccines as a kid, and um, I would break out in hives. It would last that shit is you know, not between supposed to be three days body, to like bro. two weeks. And the doctors throughout like 20 years of my life could never figure it out. It definitely does something to you mentally when you go into an ER and you're in this desperate need for help. And they would just kind of look at me and go like, okay, well, we'll just give you Benadryl and you can go home. It wasn't until I became an adult. I worked for several families as a babysitter and they all happened to be physicians. And um, some of them talked to me about vaccine injuries. It, it clicked, you know, because the second that I started making my own medical decisions, that's when all of the side effects just kind of went away. That's unfortunate because you didn't get the care yeah. that you should have gotten. Like I didn't hear or know about vaccine injury until I started really working in health care and, and public health. And I have friends who have autoimmune issues mm -hmm. and they have big allergic reactions to certain things. Yeah. And so they have a huge concern about, of course, this vaccine, yeah. COVID vaccine, because, you know, what could happen? The one thing I would ask you though, Erica, is because you have had family members that died. Yeah. So you would trust getting the disease versus the vaccine, the vaccine scares you that much that yeah. you would want rather get them. Like, let's say if you had COVID, like I would feel so much more comfortable shaking your hand and getting COVID through you and build the antibodies for it, then I would to trust the vaccine. Yes, because that's natural. I remember the last episode I had, I was in my closet and this is when I knew it was really bad because my thoughts were getting really dark to where I visualized myself cutting off each hive. So would I risk? going back there again for this, vaccine, when, this vaccine, and it could be a possibility she uh, still get it i think again Hell with no. your experience of having <laughs> vaccines it totally makes sense but my recommendation would be please don't get it naturally you know do everything you can to even prevent yourself from getting it and the one thing that you guys getting the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting it so it, i'm confused the death that comes with covid it's not a romantic 
death. It's not noble. It's a miserable, gruesome death. And all you can do, not for hours, but for days and weeks, is to sit there and tell every single person. Like, why don't he tell the part where half these people is not dying solely from COVID? And it comes into your room. Help me. Help me. I can't breathe for weeks and weeks. This virus pushes you so far beyond your limit that you give up. You give up on the one thing that I can't give you medication for. Right. Hope. You give up hope. And your soul gives up the will to live, the will to fight. And I think that's the hardest part to explain to people that, yes, you know, you guys are young, but the problem is this virus needs you to spread. And when it spreads, it lands on someone, someone named Daniel, who at 59 loses his life and doesn't get to attend his daughter's sad. wedding, doesn't get to walk her down the aisle. That's it lands on sad. someone, Evaristo, who's a 61-year-old guy, healthy. His only problem was he went to work at Whole Foods and he checked people's temperature. And when he finally died, his thigh was the size of my wrist. No matter what I did, I couldn't stop it. I couldn't help him. And um, I've had patients where they had it and, you know, they're like, well, I had it, it wasn't bad. And they went to see their, you know, their relative. And their relative ends up, you know, on life support. So I think that's why it's so important to get vaccinated. Yes, because just like any sickness, older people who already have complications with their health, a, any sickness can compromise them because that's your immune system. Like, so if that this person would have gotten the flu, they probably would be in the same position. Like, that's just my thing about them putting this extra thing, COVID. It's literally another strand of the flu. People die from the flu, too. Where was this energy? I don't see people wearing masks and stuff. Only when a person is sick, back in the days is what I'm thinking. Only person who was stupid, sick, and coughing, that's when people wore masks for the flu and stuff. But no, it was not this energy. Now they manipulated everybody to think that the flu is some deadly ass disease, worse than Ebola, apparently, because niggas didn't even have this energy with Ebola. Like, it's just, it, as you can see, it's a bigger agenda. Like, come on now. And as you can see how quarantine and things, look how it molded into what we're going into now, what's happening nowadays. Everything is happening for a reason they know exactly what they want to do and they're manipulating and controlling the minds of people i'm chatting it's not for yourself it's for the people that you don't know but you're going to come into contact with and you're going to help this virus spread but isn't that under the assumption that the vaccination itself somehow stops you from getting covid and that's not true yep and it's not thank you this may make sense vaccination actually both the pfizer and the moderna are very successful at 94%. Can you still get it? Yes. I have had patients that have had their series of vaccines and even two weeks later, they still get the virus. But even when you get it... Yeah, exactly. It's not as severe. You don't need to get hospitalized. And oh, again, now it's not as If we severe. can break the cycle where there's less people for this virus to spread, that's what we're looking for in the vaccination. So I guess with me on that, um, if we're talking about the uh, mortality rate is 0.3%, is, uh, 0.03%, 
you know, for mm -hmm. who were dying, the survivor is 99.97. The death rate is higher yeah, than point. There's one to two percent actually. The death one rate. One to two percent. Mm -hmm. So the survival is ninety nine point nine seven. It's much higher than. It's not ninety nine point nine seven. Case fatality rates are about in the in states is about one percent. Yeah. I didn't think it was yeah, even a percentage point. What doesn't add up is to take that foreign entity that has so many other things that can affect my body in a negative way that I don't need to put in myself. For what I'm looking at is the percentage of those that when they do get it. This is who may go. So I see exactly. COVID patients every day at work. Surviving is different from thriving. I see patients all the time that can't even breathe on their own. The rest of their life, they have to be on oxygen. Sure, they didn't die, but now they can't walk up the stairs without feeling shortness of breath. How many but then you got to think about this. Before COVID, like, of course, obviously, people do not take care of themselves. People eat like shit. They do whatever to their bodies, smoke cigarettes, five packs of cigarettes a day, and all of that toxic stuff for years and years and years, and it piles up. So, of course, you're, healthy. you're not going to be in the best shape. So half of these people, they be already compromised. Their health is already compromised. So something like the flu aka COVID, is going to make that worse, especially if it attacks a certain part. If you have respiratory issues or whatever the case is, it can probably make that worse, especially the medicines that they're giving you, all of the medicine that you're already on top, like all of that compromises, all of that clashes after a while. Like, it's about it's 30, about 30%. And those are not even hospitalized patients. So even mm -hmm. people who had mild illness mm -hmm. they developed long yeah 30 percent yeah up to 30 percent i saw all the different age ranges in my house and nobody has anything after affects people in different ways exactly yeah. and i mean it's not to take away like man that, that's terrible but what it can do adversely to me and to others it's going to be impossible to approach it from your perspective because i'm not seeing those patients right all the things you guys are saying i don't believe is false at all you're right. that's your experience right but I also know it's like, I told you, I'm going out week in and week out, seeing those old people for six, seven months, and we're laughing, partying, dancing together consistently. I can't just... Boy, you... Go ahead. Keep thinking for yourself, because if you did not notice, and it's the truth, I'm just stating facts out here. I'm not trying to offend nobody. I appreciate everybody, and I support everybody and what they want to do in life. It's your life. It's your calling. But... If you notice, all of the people who's pro-vaccine, who's seeing this, are in jobs of, if you want to say, basically controlled by white people, basically. These are industries controlled. The health industry controlled by these elites. Teachers, the school system, controlled by these elites. I don't even remember the other girl's job. But I think... From what I remember, it was a job that's like one of those type of jobs. You know what I'm saying? That often go, well, the Times said this, and then CNN said this. So my point in saying that is you already know their mindset is already on a certain agenda. Because people like teachers and health people, they are taught by who? The elites. They're taught for the system. They're taught by the system. So they're going to have an outlook that's for the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to have that type of outlook that because they got brainwashed from their training and what they've been learning and their paradigm on things, it's from a systematic 
perspective of these people that at least are controlling it. So, of course, they're going to think like that. You see what I'm saying? You get my point? People in the front lines right when those are dying said this. So that means that's the only truth. I mean, you can hear the frustration. You know, it's just a lot of political nonsense going on. They're not telling us what the vaccine is made out of. You know, they're not telling us the side effects. We're hearing about it on Twitter. People, you know, sitting in bed, you know, can't get out because they got, a, you know, their body hurt. So for me, it's just like, what is the line about? What was the political agenda about? I d- it makes you not trust. Yeah, no, I hear you. you know? I hear you. And I think um, what's always attracted me to medicine, you have to make your decisions based on facts. Mm-hmm. Not fear, not speculation, yeah. not political agendas. But the truth of it was when this started in March, a lot of my friends started asking me because they said, oh, there's going to be a vaccine. And I'm like, there's going to be a vaccine? It's going to take at least two years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The earliest that we had developed a vaccine before was four years. But then in the summertime, it actually went through phase one and phase two. Mm -hmm. And then it went into started getting phase three. And the reason why it was actually able to get done within a year period is because one, they cut all the red tape because there's a lot of bureaucracy. But then there was also a tremendous amount of collaboration between countries. So I posted when I got my vaccine in December. And so my friends called me and they're like, you said it wasn't going to be available. And you said also, when it becomes available, you're going to wait three to six months to get it. Mm-hmm. What, what made you change your mind? I said, listen, over this past year, Very I watching. have seen what this virus can do to people. The reason why you don't know the side effects is because... And also, before she start that, it's funny because this is like, how are people trusting these people? Like, but like I said, these same people... He's trained by, he's a medical professional. He is trained by the people who want him to think like that. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my point. I hope I explained that correctly because that says a lot. Like, so of course he's going to be seeing all these things, you know? Of course he's in this industry. He's being fed lies. He's trusting them, listening to them. Don't, whatever. And it's in his benefit to follow it because what? He's a doctor, right? And that's what this, that industry teaches. They That's how they brainwash those people. But it's just... It's just funny. Is a not fully FDA-approved vaccination, mm-hmm. right? You're putting your faith into something because you know and have trusted a variety of other vaccinations over the course of the years. And you know and you trust the steps and the stages that these different companies went through in order to eliminate a virus that is that is running rampant over the, the world. I think one of the things that really hasn't been publicized is the quote-unquote side effects. The vaccine, the Pfizer and the Moderna are two shots. Yeah. So the first shot is just to get your immune system kind of used to it. And the second shot is a booster. So the symptoms that you get, the headache, the body aches, the low-grade fever, that's actually not a side effect. That's your immune system working. And they go away. I understand that, you know, you had a horrible response and it was much more severe. But for the vast majority of people, we've already vaccinated over 100 million people across the globe. So I think if there was anything more serious, it would have come out. Well, then there's, I mean, I'm sure I mean, I've everyone's been here a lot seen of videos shit. and there are people who are mm-hmm. saying, I'm a nurse, I did this, not a side of their face is flat, or they're shaking all day. When you see and you look up and you're online and that information, that stuff gets 
censored and taken off YouTube, taken off Instagram, taken off Facebook. Like, it, it, then it, it raises that. If you look at, like, Tuskegee Experiment, they sat there and shot up a bunch of black men with tuberculosis, or with um, syphilis. Or syphilis, sorry. Syphilis. They didn't say mm -hmm. anything, and they've been doing this consistently. We can talk about, like... Smallpox blankets. Right? And it's like... <laughs> this same lady who's co-signing is on the pro-vaccine side. And then when you see people get censored for having a different opinion on this stuff over the last 10 months, it makes it that much harder that when they say take the vaccination, <laughs> I'd be damned to listen to them. I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm not saying you're a liar, but I'm like, you're also saying the same thing. The same people who I've seen show us to get shot on TV like it's a, it's a sport. Right. Like, what is that doing to the psyche of our country? It's still coming from these people Thank or you. from a group that you go. You don't have confidence right. in it. He's smart. He's you know. thinking for himself. And I think that's the biggest issue is the lack of transparency and trust, right? I don't think they're doing it anymore, but remember they came out and it was like, oh, we'll pay people $1,500 yeah. to take the vaccine. But isn't this the same government that every time we need a stimulus check, they can't come up with a deal, but, you know, they're willing to pay for it? Again, See, it just looks fishy. Isn't it? If, like, you just kind of think for yourself. Like, these people are blindly trusting and believing these government officials and all these people, they don't have your best interest. And there's obviously a reason why they're bribing like that over the vaccine. They're not doing it because they care about our health, and there's no way in hell you can believe that. Especially melanated beings. Like, there's no way in hell you can sit there and actually think that they have your best interest. Like, to be honest, like, I'm sorry. There's no way in hell, unless you're just being blind to something. And that's what's happening. Most fishy, they're not telling us anything. Can I ask you a question? So let's say everybody got the vaccine. What happens? Do we just go back to work, go back to the gyms, go back to school? Like, unless the vaccine works 100% and we all take it, I mean, what happens? Like, do exactly. we go back to normal? Do we still got to wear the face mask and social distance? Well, like, to continue to wear masks because they're... Exactly, because it's a fucking trap. Shit is not really going to help. They've been lying, dragging it all this time to make us scared. Now they put out the vaccine because that was their plan. That's what they wanted to do. And especially, as you can see, they really wanted to target the black community. And literally, in minority communities, like... And... Look, so now they're going to manipulate it. And the more people that get it, they're trying to make it seem like, oh, look, the vaccine tremendously helped. When in reality, all they wanted you to do was take that shot for whatever reason. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows the ulterior motive in there for real, for real. Everybody could guess and say it, but who really knows what the hell they injected into people and why they want it so bad? Why do they want to inject it so bad? When do they ever care so much about people getting vaccines? When do they ever try to bribe people and force people to get these vaccines? Because, and people say, oh no, it's not forced, it's not forced, but they trying to force it. Honestly, they're putting manipulation on the vaccines. They're manipulating people. And people don't even realize they get manipulated. But that's what's happening. They're saying, oh, you can't do this and that if you don't have the vaccine, like, what is that? And these people need to live their everyday lives. These people need to go to work. And so you think that they're not going to do that to make a living just over a shot? A lot of people are not on that level of rebellion, you know? Like, people, these people need to live their life. They need to provide for their families. And it's unfortunate how people are getting manipulated into stuff like this. Like... And why do you think that's happening? It's not happening for no reason. 
it's really not like there's no way in how you actually sitting there logically thinking and can come up with that conclusion like they do not want our best interest like so people who don't get i just feel like you blindly following blindly following because if you actually think of yourself using logic even scientifically that shit will tell you that's not right for you like but like if you're just using logic you you can obviously see that this vaccine is not it like it's something real it is fishy like you know simple that aren't going to be vaccinated and there are people that are going to continue to spread COVID-19 because that's just what viruses do they spread and we're not going back to normal we're going to go to some new variation we're going to have our own variant of normalcy and we're creating those things right now as we do the process and opening back up I know that my district is planning to do soft open you still have to be aware though that these kids they don't have a vaccine so you know my students are coming back into the classroom are they going to be passing it to each other because guess what a lot of them have had COVID over this break you asked a really good question this is like if everyone in America gets vaccinated Vaccinated, does things go back to normal? And I think the honest truth is we don't know what's going to happen in six months. Now, this yeah, one, we don't know. You know the- so then, why is everybody people saying this? They don't know that, but people so bent on, oh, well, we want to save our country, we want to save our people, so we're going to take the vaccine. But if the shit is not effective in helping people not get it, not continue to spread, then what is the point of taking the vaccine? Please tell me. Then how is it beneficial other than me unnecessarily putting whatever shit that you made, that concoction, putting it in my body? Like, it doesn't make sense. Mortality rate is like 1% to 2%, maybe a little bit lower. What if the variants come up to 10%, 15%? Now, that's a game changer. What if it gets to be like Ebola, where it kills 40% of the people? This virus is just so tricky, so elusive. It just changes so much. This is an evolving pandemic. It's like nothing that we had ever seen mm-hmm. before. I think they should just be honest. Yeah. yeah. You know, as opposed to saying, well, this is what you need to do so we can open the schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be honest. The COVID-19 restrictions have been necessary. I think it has been necessary. When we look at how it's passed around, right, the gym. I love the gym. I used to live in the gym. And I know there's a chance that people don't wipe off after their equipment. People don't wash their hands in the bathroom. You know, so I think the restrictions have been necessary. Because if if we didn't close down, people would still be at the beaches having a good old time. We needed some type of structure to make us do it. Because if the government just said, you know, it's up to you to stay home, people don't even do it now. And I mean, if we get another shutdown, it might be necessary, who knows, but I think for the time being, it has helped slow the spread of COVID. In regards to the shutdown for my students, it's put them into a whole other state of mind, actually, in terms of their ability to communicate with people and with each other. It was like something had triggered because they were doing okay before, and then all of a sudden, they just shut down. That's a big concern of mine. The shutdown is is a little bit long um, and possibly could have been staggered or um, altered in different ways. Like, okay, let's open. And then during those times of 
the fall winter you know season yep. perhaps maybe we can you know close it back down for the two to three weeks i think initially when we didn't know what was going on like hey i mean i was riding around with a with a mask on but then we started finding out and they didn't adjust that was my problem like my my local restaurant my buddy owns is shut down but i get on a flight from here to chicago with strangers i don't know completely fine that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I think it's the basis of what this country is about. It's your sense. decision. Yeah. We would want it to be up to the individual person. Why do I have to take all of these restrictions on my body if A, I'm taking care of my health, and B, I'm being smart about how I interact, you know? I spend money on all of those being, um, <laughs> vegan meals. And, you know, like, I'm not doing all of this work for nothing. I, I don't know, it feels really interesting because I feel like I am the only one in the people I know that is like, I I'm not gonna wear a mask and like, I'm not afraid of COVID, but I'm not going to the clubs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when we think of people that don't wear masks, you just assume that they're out there throwing parties or, but it's like, I'm, right, do you know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes we're, we're generalizing and throwing people into these boxes and then making these big assumptions. Then that creates this sense of fear because then I'm going to be thinking like, well, you have it and you have it and you have it because you're not wearing a mask. I, I think the issue I'm having is I'm not trying to label all non-mask wearers as just criminals and they should be locked up. But I remember Bawa had a concert in Atlanta a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. and you see videos and pictures of people just, I mean, wow. it just smells hot. All those people in that club packed together like sardines. Somebody has COVID, they either pass it along or they take it home. So. You see, like that that whole thing, like I, I just, I can't get aboard with that because it's all still based on fear. It's yeah. also based on like, well, cause you said you saw the party, that means somebody got sick. And I'm like, exactly. I'm seeing the people that bought in like a hundred percent, then come out and then something happens. And it's like, well, you were locked up. You weren't getting sun. You weren't doing things, you weren't interacting. like. That blows my mind. That made us weaker. That's not the case. No, that's not, not the case. No, no, no. Lockdowns have done worse in the cities and in the states than the ones that have less lockdowns. But then we had a third wave that was way worse here, because there wasn't a lockdown. Yes, it was so open. I know because I wasn't there, but friends were inviting <laughs> me to go, let's go out and eat. And then your third wave came, and that's when the shutdown happened in November. And See, so I don't do agree with the purpose. lockdowns create more viruses they actually stop them because obviously we're not seeing it doesn't add up you saw the numbers drop in the hospitals as first of i agree what he said about the sun and this black woman is disagreeing od hard but she needs the sun too like especially as melanating beings the sun is healing literally the sun is fucking healing so he's right about that like why we're back in this hole opened up again. Yeah, so I believe the lockdown was really necessary. I think the first wave, it was kind of controlled. We only had one medical surge before that had COVID. And then the third surge with Halloween, Christmas, New Year's, we had four floors that were all for COVID. So people were just laying in a room, bagged up because the morgue is full and you're, that's taking away um, a potential bed for another patient. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the lockdown we had in March and April mm -hmm. was a strict lockdown. You would no see way. four cars in the 101. Yeah. That was LA, you could drive around. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I mean, that was extended for a couple of months, and I think we all agreed that was a little too long, but we didn't really have those types of lockdowns again. I remember vividly coming home before Thanksgiving and telling my wife, I'm like, this is gonna get really bad. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I just drove on the 101 
and I was in rush hour traffic. Mm -hmm. It felt like last year before, it felt like no one really believes that there's this pandemic again. Within a three week span, we went from 15 to 20 to 120 patients mm -hmm. with COVID. And unfortunately, you know, it cost a lot of lives. We lost 10,000 people in LA County from March to December 31st. In 2021, we've lost another 37,000. 37,000 like 10, all of last year from COVID, 37 just oh, wow. in a month and a half of 2021. If we had strict right, lockdowns I do not for two weeks shit. around Christmas, around New Year's, if they would have done that, I think we would have cut down on the <laughs> And the other dude, old dude that's smart, he's sitting there looking like this. He knows this nigga is saying bullshit. Like, come on now, 37,000 people in one hospital in a month. Come on now. I think conversation is the most important way to solve a problem. We can be actually the virus, right? And yes. we can interject some healing for ourselves and for our, our students, our future, because we want to know what the perspectives are and how people are feeling. That helps to solve the problem. Yeah, I feel like you have to come from a genuine place where you want to know the truth. And that might make you feel uncomfortable. That might be different from what you were holding on to. But if you're going to go into it already feeling like, well, I already know I'm right, and you know I'm just gonna find more articles to support that thought, then you're just right back at square one. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was hesitant too when I got offered to get the vaccine at my hospital. They're like, okay, here, here's a sign-up sheet. Do you wanna put get the vaccine, yes or no? I'm like, well, I don't know what's in it. I don't know how, how is it administered. So I had to do my own research, and for me, I thought me getting the vaccine benefited me more. Like, I'd rather get a headache than have some other COVID-19 effect. Right. Yeah, you know, fear, me, because I guarantee you didn't have real research, because if you did, you would not be getting it. Conversation, right? You just got right? sucked into the I was skeptical of the vaccine, but I came into it to see what else can I learn? Because I think as people, all we could do is sit back, take a deep breath, and look at each other and say, how can we do better? What can we learn? Get out of your box. Because if we don't, we're going to be stuck yep. in this situation oh, forever. Oh, it's going to be terrible, man. It's going to be terrible. These, This is what's important. I'd rather talk to you. Yeah. I'd rather talk to you. I'd rather talk to you. Which opens it up. Maybe just a little bit more than right. it would have, right? But it opens it up. This, again, this is the key. This has always been the key. Yeah. This Us. is the answer. So We can do this together, folks. I really believe it. There's no combination of words or phrases that I can tell you guys, which would give you an accurate picture of the amount of human misery and grief and suffering that we have witnessed in the past year, but specifically the past two months. But oh I'm gonna gosh. stay an optimist. Mind you, this video was made three months ago. That we're gonna get over this pandemic. We're gonna come together. At the end of all this, doctors really be dragging planet. Though. And what happens in Wuhan, China will affect you whether you live in Wichita, Kansas or Washington, D.C. So my hope is that we can come together and stop looking out for ourselves, but look out for everyone else. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Are we allowed to shake hands? Are we allowed to hug? I'm my elbow. It's, a, it's up to whoever Negative, else, right? but I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Don't touch me. Elbows, <laughs> elbows. Oh, That's nice, too. Because none of these people was wearing masks, and they're all close together. But yeah, like, I don't know, me personally, I do not think the vaccine 
the vaccine is dangerous and you can obviously see the the manipulation from the media etc like it's just and if you really look it up you can actually look up the ingredients and because um unless they lied they probably did lie but there's literally like extra shit in the mother vaccine <laughs> like it's just not trustworthy and, and nothing natural i could go into that but it's gonna be a whole nother video but it's just like you can easily just use common sense and see that there's obviously a bigger agenda to it. 